Welcome back to another edition of Spoilers Extra Podcast. Who saw that coming? After missing all 12 three-point attempts in the first half and going 6-23 overall, Purdue won a basketball game at Michigan State, of all places, Friday night. Coming back to beat the Spartans 55-54. Travion Williams, uh, what, what can you say about his performance? 26 points, 24 in the second half. The game winner with about five seconds to go. Um, yeah, Travion actually outscored Michigan State in the sixth, second half, 24-23. to 23. But just a remarkable gutty win by uh, Purdue. This wasn't one of those back-and-forth high-scoring type of games where you're matching teams basket for basket and teams are getting up down the floor and doing all that kind of stuff. This was a this was a slugfest type of game. It would be old school Big Ten basketball where you just got to fight every possession to get a shot. You got to fight every possession to get a rebound. You have to fight every possession to play defense. I mean, it's just, it was one of those games where those of us old enough kind of appreciate. I mean, the offense was, you know, Purdue's offense was was bad in the first half, but I also think you need to really give credit to Michigan State's defense. They were, they were up in the shorts of the Boilermakers in that first half. They really were. I mean, Purdue could not screen worth a crap. You know, Purdue could not get the shots that it wanted. And I think a lot of the credit goes to Michigan State. And if you watch Michigan State play against Rutgers earlier in the week, you kind of saw this coming. You saw that they were starting to round into form defensively. And Purdue was going to have a tough time scoring against them. And that proved to be the case throughout most of the game. I mean, they only got 55 points. So Purdue did have a tough time. But, you know, that defense, I thought, took Purdue out of what it wanted to do. And uh, there's one possession that, that comes to mind in the first half where the shot clock's running down. Eric Hunter's out on the uh, perimeter. He's at the top of the key. He's, he wants to do his move. He's dribbling. He's dribbling. He can't because he, he can't shake the defender. He just cannot shake the defender. Ends up just firing up an air ball three-pointer. And, you know, that was, that was kind of like how the first half went for them. And it was it was a tough first half for Purdue, uh, offensively, uh, and they couldn't get the ball to Williams enough. He got in foul trouble. You know, I thought Zach Eady, you know, played well, uh, played a little bit more under control. He gave him some good minutes. Didn't rush things. Um, tried to keep things together on the offensive end. You know, Jay Divey came in and gave him a spark, six straight points. Uh, he just kept. He just took the ball to the bowl. He just took the ball to the basket. You know, got fouled on one play, but kept Purdue uh, with his head, its head above water. You know, despite all that, they still trailed by 15. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, 
excuse me, showed no signs really of making a comeback. Um, you know, I thought they'd, they'd make a run in the second half, make a push, play a little bit better offensively, you know, get, you know, do, do some things defensively, make a run, but you know, they just would not have enough. This would be one of those nights where they just could not put it together. But to their credit, you know, offensively, they just start shoving the ball inside to Travion. And then defensively, they, they rattled Michigan State. They ended up, I think, with nine second-half turnovers. Uh, and Purdue was able to pounce on, the most, on those mistakes. I know they had an 8-0 run to start the second half after they got down 17. Um, but then Purdue just kind of hung around. Hung around, hung around. Kept getting a stop. Michigan State throw it away. Purdue come down and score. And before you know it, you know, it's a one-possession game at the end. And I wrote about this at JC Online. And Trevion Williams deserves and then earned. I don't like the word deserves a lot. Uh, but he earned. He earned his big game tonight and he earned the right to be the star of the game and he was and he will always be the star of this game there's no there's really no debate about that but and again I wrote about this a little bit there were four separate hustle plays leading up to Williams shot that I thought were pretty crucial and important and they all happened within a span of five or six seconds on the game clock. Um, I mean, two of them you're going to know. Three of them, three of them you, you probably remember if you watched the game. But there was a fourth, which kind of started it all, was Brandon Newman denying uh, Aaron Henry um, an inbounds pass. Well, when he was covered, Eric Hunter Jr. denied... Rocket Watts from getting the ball. Well, the ball was thrown to Watts, but the ball ended up going off his fingers, and that's the play they reviewed. And, you know, Purdue got the ball, which it should have. It was the right call. So Purdue gets the ball back. They're down two at the time. And they get the ball to Williams, and he's fouled. He makes the first free throw, so Purdue's within 54-53. And before he shoots his first free throw, Matt Painter has put Zach Eady into the game for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to get a rebound uh, off a miss because uh, Travion Williams had a great day at the free throw line for Travion Williams. He ended up 8 of 12. He was 8 of 10 in the second half, but he's not a great free throw shooter, so the chances of him hitting both free throws were not great. He's a 50% free throw shooter. What does that tell you? He's going to miss one, and he's going to make one. Anyway, Edie's into the game. Travion hits the first, and then he misses the second, but Zach tips the ball. It goes to the floor, and here comes Mason Gillis diving in to tie up. I can't remember who the Michigan State player was, but they get a jump ball and it's produced possession with like 6.4 seconds to go 
you know, those plays, those four plays by Brandon Newman, by Eric Hunter, Zach Eady, and Mason Gillis, you know, created a pathway for Williams to get in a position to hit the game-winning shot or the game-winning floater. I'm not sure he has an actual jump shot from outside the lane, but it's effective and it works and it went in today. Uh, so I mean, then Purdue runs the inbounds play, which uh, you know Painter said afterwards. You know, Trevon wasn't the main option for the play. He was an option, but not the main option. But because of the fact that Michigan State was holding and grabbing the cutters and the screeners. It allowed Travion to slip away and get in a position where he didn't have a defender in his face and he had a really clean look at the basket and obviously it went down and then Michigan State tried to score and couldn't and Purdue won the game. Uh, and it, it, it was remarkable based on what we saw in the first half from this team, uh, how dead they looked offensively. You know, and defensively they were okay, not not great, but just okay. Um, but for them to revive themselves, and it wasn't like all of a sudden they came out and they went 15 for 15. You know, they still didn't shoot well for the game, still under 40%. Trayvon Williams, the only player in double figures, produced 3 of 24 from three-point range. And somehow, some way... They're, they're able to squeeze out a victory at Michigan State. And I, I thought this was a case of Purdue really growing up and playing grown-up basketball. It handled adversity. It, you know, it needed to make plays, and it needed plays from its younger players, and it got them. You know, when you look at Jaden Ivey, what he did, he had six rebounds uh, for Purdue, which was, he was the second highest rebounder for Purdue tonight um, and yeah he was he was three for three but then went over six but you know the energy that he brought I thought was big but they needed younger players to make plays and they, they got it they needed their older players to step up and make plays and they, and, and Purdue got it and they played a, a brand of grown-up basketball on the road against a program that kind of define what grown-up basketball is. And that's Michigan State. And that's toughness. That's defense. That's rebounding. You know, Purdue won the rebounding battle. They've only been out-rebounded twice this year, Iowa and Illinois. Um, And granted, you know, Michigan State doesn't have the big men that you see elsewhere in the conference with Kofi Coburn, Luka Garza, um... Yeah, some of the other guys in the Big Ten that, yeah, that are that might match up a little bit with Travion, match up better with Travion, but they still have some strong dudes and some physical, and they play physical in the post. I mean, it just got to a point in the second half where Michigan State could not defend Williams. They tried, they tried their bigger lineup, didn't work. They went smaller, and it didn't work. You know, they got just got to the point where they just fouled him because they couldn't handle him. 
and you know, he, he really took a step forward on, on that kind of stage against that opponent, against a coach who knows how to throw things at defenders. I mean, he, on Thursday, Izzo talked about his concerns about defending Travion Williams, and those, those came true. But, you know, I really thought Purdue played a grown-up basketball game and earned a big win. Now, this does, does, doesn't mean Purdue's going to go undefeated the rest of the way and all that kind of stuff. It just means that they were able to go on the road and win an important game when they were down by 17 points, uh, which to me was pretty remarkable given what we've seen from this team on the road against quality opponents. Now, every Big Ten team faces these stretches. And so what Purdue is going through right now is not unique and won't be unique uh, in this league. But, you know, they've had they, they played at Iowa. They've played at Rutgers. They've played at Illinois. And they played at Michigan State. You look at those four teams, those are four of the top teams in the conference. You know, you got Wisconsin in that, you know, that's not in a group that Purdue has played, but they're in that in that group of teams that you're looking at winning the Big Ten championship this year. So Purdue has been on the road at those places. And I know Minnesota opened up against the top four teams in the conference. So every every team has these stretches. This is nothing it's nothing new. I mean, Purdue's in the middle of a four-game road trip, but this is not an NBA road trip. This is not like playing four games on the road in six days or seven days. This is Purdue's going to play four games on the road in 17 days. So their next game's not until Thursday, and it's all because of what happened with the uh, Nebraska game with it with the postponement uh, and the COVID issues that that Nebraska had. So. Um, but when you looked at this, you know, they, they were supposed to play four out of five road games. But when you looked at that at the at the beginning of the year and you thought if they could somehow win one of those road games, that that would probably be a good stretch for them. And I think, you know, they got that road win. Uh, but now you get greedy and you get hungry and you, you try to go after another one Thursday at Indiana. Uh, but it was just it was it was a. It was a, it was a important win, significant win. A lot of it just based on how it unfolded. Um, so I mean, it was just it was a good win for Purdue. It just really was. You know, gets them back to 500 in the league. Uh, it should serve as some sort of springboard as they as they get through the rest of the season. Uh, and there's a long way to go, and there's more interruptions coming. Uh, it's just the way it's going to be. And, you know, Purdue's managed to avoid not losing any practice days uh, and things like that. But, you know, this this game, you know, showed, showed a lot about Purdue, showed what Travion Williams can do. Uh, it showed that there are other players on this team that are willing to do the little things to make sure that 
you know, somehow Purdue can get a victory. And, you know, that's a credit. That's a credit to them. That's a credit to all the young guys who have bought in. Um, and, you know, a lot of people had a hand in the victory. And, you know, that's something that can, 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 can get built on. And so I would, you know, Purdue, Purdue has to build on it. That, that's just the bottom line. It has to build on this victory. It, it can't revert back. And again, they're not going to win every game, but they can't revert back to some of the things, the problems they had at the beginning of the year. And you win a game like this, some things do get masked over. They're still having some turnover issues. They had 14 tonight, but Michigan State also had 14. Um, they got to get their three-point shooting going. Three for 24, just not going to cut it. Uh, so they have some issues to work out, and they need some guys to step up and, and make some plays. But the fact that they fought through this, they fought back, um, they showed kind of what they're about, I think um, kind of bodes well uh, for what they can do uh, the rest of the year. It doesn't mean, as I said, I, I don't, they're still not going to, I don't believe they're going to win the Big Ten championship, but you know, a win like this can move you from, you know, the middle, middle of the Big Ten to the upper middle of the Big Ten. And I think that's kind of what, where Purdue has a chance to be. But you, you still got a lot of work to do. You got a lot of more road games to play, a lot of things to, to get ironed out. Um, and we'll see how, how things develop the rest of the year. And it's, as you get to the end of the year and you look back, you know, this should be a win that, uh, you, you say, well, okay, things things started to turn around on the road, or things started to happen uh, in a positive direction after after that win, and that's what that's what you want to look back and see um, to see, see see if that happened. So that will be curious to watch uh, throughout the rest of the year. All right, well, we appreciate you stopping by. Um, Purdue football should be hiring a defensive coordinator anytime now. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it happened over the weekend or early next week. Uh, that's where the signs are pointing. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe football will start to uh, make a little bit of news here uh, coming up. But uh, next basketball game Thursday at Indiana. And, uh, again, appreciate you stopping by. And uh, have a good day.